This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Thank you for listening today. There is so much going on that I start with one message and the news will shift me to yet another. First, I want to call to your attention the passing of a little woman who carried a big stick. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, affectionately known as the Notorious RBG. She fought vigorously for the equal rights of women as gender equality took the forefront in her legal battles after she personally experienced such discrimination in her own life, both during her early years and even while working as a law professor. Justice Ginsburg won five of the six landmark court cases argued before the Supreme Court, all having to do with gender equality and or women's rights. And in 1993, President Bill Clinton appointed Justice Ginsburg to the Supreme Court, making her the second female justice to serve in such an esteemed position. Justice Ginsburg was a voice for women's rights and gender equality long before it was even popular. It seems growing up in a Jewish family and being raised by a mother whom she explained in her own words, and I quote, my mother told me to be a lady, and for her, that meant be your own person, be independent. So often in life, things that you regard as an impediment turn out to be great, good fortune. I am encouraged and feel so blessed and favored that God would allow me to be a woman during such a time as this. Ginsburg dedicated her career to ensuring that marginalized groups received justice and was known for tactfully dissenting in court. I am so honored to have studied and followed the life of such a little woman with immeasurable influence, the smallest Supreme Court justice, yet she stood as a giant among her colleagues when it came to being a forceful voice for changes in gender equality. Her inspiring words, fight for the things that you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others to join you. For a life well lived and a job well done, rest well, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the notorious RBG. Please keep her family in your prayers. Today, in the spirit of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the notorious RBG, we speak out and still demand justice for Brianna Shaquille Taylor. For six long months, we waited with bated breath to hear the fate of three police officers who happened to be white, who stormed into the apartment of a young black woman as she slept because they relied on a tip and believed they had probable cause and reasonable enough evidence to serve a no-knock warrant on this residence. Of course, alternative truths were used to obtain the warrant as their written report claimed that an ex-boyfriend of Breonna Taylor's was receiving suspicious packages at her residence, a claim that was soon refuted by the Postal Service inspector who said no such claim had ever been made to the Louisville, Kentucky police. No such discussion had even taken place. This information revealed the fact that lies were told to obtain this no-knock warrant, which further supports that there was insufficient true evidence to properly call for a no-knock warrant at Ms. Taylor's residence. Late, a few minutes after the midnight hour on March 13th, 
These plainclothes Louisville Metro Police Department officers knocked on Brianna's door. Among them, Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankinson, and Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly. The three broke into Brianna's apartment using a battering ram to force open the green door with a gold number four hanging on it, at which point police said they were met with a gunshot that struck Sergeant Mattingly in the thigh. Just as most men, Kenneth Walker, a licensed gun carrier with no record, felt he and his girlfriend, Brianna Taylor, being under attack, were in clear and present danger, so he drew his weapon to protect, as most men who had a weapon in that particular situation would do. As a result, one officer was shot in the thigh, then the police fired in a slew of bullets, striking Brianna Taylor at least eight times. This 26-year-old young woman succumbed to her injuries. For six long months, we, the public, have begged, marched, and demanded justice for Brianna. And for six long months, the Kentucky Metro Police Department has evaded the calls for justice. They even attempted to get a known drug dealer to corroborate their story, smearing both Brianna and Kenneth's good names, but to no avail. Finally, after blood, sweat, tears, and many, many prayers, September 23rd, Brianna's Day, long awaited and at least five and a half months overdue, only the scene that played out did not resemble justice at all. It was painful, grueling, mind-boggling how this beautiful, vibrant, young black woman's life was so senselessly snuffed out. And the only charges that were found by Kentucky's Attorney General, Mr. Daniel Cameron, who just happens to be a black up-and-coming Republican was wanton disregard or wanton endangerment for which one of the three officers was indicted. He, they say, recklessly fired multiple bullets into other apartments, endangering the lives of others. Now, please understand, Kenneth Walker, a licensed gun carrier with no priors, no criminal background, was immediately taken into custody that night for the attempted murder of a plainclothes Louisville, Kentucky police officer who, to anyone under attack in their own home, appeared to be breaking in. His tearful pleas to the 911 operator, somebody kicked in the door, shot my girlfriend, as he believed the violent break-in was in progress. He was hauled off to jail for attempted murder of a police officer. Brianna's precious bullet-riddled body was taken to the coroner's office. One officer was taken to the hospital, and the other two went home to their families. I can only pray that God himself arrest every guilty party in this matter. But up until the 23rd of September, no one has been sentenced. No prayer for repentance. And justice is still just a dream. I call this a serious miscarriage of justice and my emotions are all over the place. Where is the justice? Where is the justice for Breonna Taylor? Oh, I did not forget the verdict being awarded to Breonna Taylor's mother in the wrongful death lawsuit. The award gives us 12 million reasons to remain vigilant 
involved and definitely poised to cast our vote. You see, I must point out that had lies not been told to obtain such a no-knock warrant, Brianna might still be alive today. Yet no one has been asked to answer to those charges either. Such an egregious matter that it is mind-boggling that the only charge Attorney General Daniel Cameron could find was wanton endangerment. I know I've already said it, but it is such a stinging slap in the face that I had to repeat it while pinching myself. A charge for the multiple bullets fired into neighboring apartments. No charge. Not even one charge was mentioned to address the careless, brutal murder of Breonna Taylor, one who proudly wore the uniform of an emergency room technician, who worked hard on the front lines, saving the lives and attending to the needs of others, especially during her last few months alive. No charge in the death of Breonna Taylor. No charge in the death of a beautiful, black, vibrant 26-year-old woman who had her whole life ahead of her with a promising future in nursing, so violently cut short at the hands of police and someone lied to obtain the no-knock warrant that led to this tragedy. Truly an egregious miscarriage of justice. On July 11th, three months after her, her murder, the Louisville, Kentucky Metro Council unanimously passed Brianna's law. The new law outlaws no-knock warrants and requires body cameras be turned on before and after every search. Yes, the new legislation is appreciated, but we are still short of someone being indicted and sentenced for the violent, senseless death of this young woman. My face gets warm and my body tenses up when I talk about this matter. You see, justice is supposed to be just behavior or treatment. It is the quality of being fair and reasonable. It is exacting appropriate or just consequences for unjust, inappropriate actions. The same is supposed to be available to everyone alike. The presence or lack of pigment in one's skin should not determine how or when justice is to be applied or withheld. We repeat, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Not some, but liberty and justice for all. Now, contrary to popular belief, I want the police to be able to do their jobs because there must be law and order. But when the police cross the line, when the police become the vigilantes, as it seems too common the case. And when it comes to the support that we so rightly deserve, we being the black community, from the very politicians that we either voted into office or ignored our civic duty to help remove, our responsibility to self and each other to vote to, too frequently blacks, African Americans. We seem to remain at the receiving end of unjust, immoral, unethical treatment. Yet those we have elected to such important offices continue to leave us hanging. In the past, that was quite possibly hanging by our necks. But today, today, some look you and me in our eyes and utter those trifling words. That's the best we can do and the best you can hope for. Wish we could have done more. 
the devil is a liar. If you are not awake before, I urge you, I implore you to wake up and see with your own two eyes all that's going on. You must allow the menial indictment of a terminated officer, not for Brianna's vicious execution, but for wanton endangerment, not of Brianna, but of those who could have been shot in neighboring apartments. I'm still begging the question. What were the other two innocent officers doing while this single officer fired all the shots? How convenient this all appears. I need you to deductively reason this all out in your own minds and determine what message you get from the actions of Daniel Cameron, Attorney General for Kentucky. Now allow me to clarify, even if you and I don't like it, the officers were doing their jobs as a no-knock warrant had been issued for that address. I did not say I agree with it, but it is true. The problem that persists is the warrant was unjustly obtained by someone. Someone was dishonest in order to obtain such permission and someone must be held accountable for the willful disregard of human life and of the truth which led to the end of this beautiful young woman's life, her existence ended. The Attorney General's actions are reprehensible in that he refuses to charge an individual in that regard with causing Breonna Taylor's death. And that alone bothers me to the core. I might add a $12 million wrongful death settlement being awarded to Tamika Palmer, Breonna's mother, confirms that someone is guilty and should be held accountable. Again, justice for all. A gun and badge should and must not preclude anyone, black, white, or other, from paying for wrong actions or poor choices. Additionally, Attorney Cameron, citing ongoing investigations, refuses to release the transcript in its entirety so that there will be transparency which means there is much information being hidden to protect someone or some people while Brianna was not protected at all. Not then and not now. Justice, real justice for Brianna is still abated. Yes, it really does appear that there are two separate systems of justice, one for blacks and another for others. More alarming, justice appears to be unavailable to us even when a brother like Daniel Cameron is in the seat to exact the charges. I am still wondering how, how he can look into the face of his black mother. Shame, shame on you, Attorney General Daniel Cameron. It really does not matter that he was mentored by Mitch McConnell and endorsed by Donald Trump, because when I look at the Attorney General, I still see a black man, not a Democrat, not a Republican, but a black man who was born from a black woman, an intelligent man who we expected to do his job and seek justice for one whose voice is crying out from the grave after such a brutal massacre that robbed her of dear life and longevity. Even after her horrific death, the Louisville, Kentucky Police Department continued to smear the names of Breonna Taylor and Kenneth Walker as opposed to standing up to the multiple mishandlings that cost Miss Brianna Shaquille Taylor her life. 
Now allow me to note, ballistics report doesn't support Attorney General Cameron's claim that Kenneth Walker actually shot the Louisville, Kentucky police officer in the first place. According to the same report, the officer's wound was the result of friendly fire. Now that is just a cleaned up way of saying one of the three officers shot the other. Of course, this is a real show of how reckless these Louisville, Kentucky officers really were on the night in question. A small bit of truth seeps out due to the ballistics report. Just consider how many other alternative truths exist within this story. I am certain that Brianna's mother is totally unconcerned about the Attorney General's race or party affiliation as long as justice is served. Yes, justice for Brianna, but the lack of an indictment has left her mother and the rest of the family feeling devastated. It seems Brianna was murdered all over again on September 23rd when her day in court turned into what appeared to be the Attorney General's shameful shuffle to keep from naming anyone in the death of Breonna Taylor. Instead, he opted to indict the single officer who had been fired since June for wanton endangerment, a Class D felony in which he spoke for those in neighboring apartments who could have been injured or killed. The difference between those people and Breonna was Brianna was actually murdered, massacred, executed. Such charges conveniently impede the naming of charges of anyone in the murder of Brianna Taylor. When reporters asked the president, Donald Trump, for his comments in the case, Trump assessed that Cameron, a Republican, was handling it very well. He then made reference to the possible deployment of National Guards to maintain order in the aftermath of the Attorney General's announcement. I am utterly disgusted at how our president makes his way into the black community with promises of funds to empower black businesses and HBCUs so conveniently when there are less than 40 days to the general elections. Yet he utters not a word of support or assistance for the countless black men and women who are being brutalized and murdered by police. His continued go-to comments are always expressing his support for and how he will always stand with the police, not we will see to it that justice is served for all. Shame on you, Mr. President. Shame on you. He reminds me of those who show up when they need something from you. But when you are in need, they are either too busy to take your call or simply unavailable. You know that person who somehow did not get your call or did not see your text. I pray day and night for Tamika Palmer, the mother of Breonna Taylor. For those responsible for her harm and death, I trust God in his infinite wisdom. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. Perhaps no one will ever be charged in man's unjust court for Brianna's execution. But an omnipotent God promised justice will be served. Family, we have got to hold on to God's wisdom, his peace, and his way. We've got to hold on to his every word. As I indicated before, when matters are too large for me to handle, too difficult for my limited reach and carnal understanding, I ask God to intervene and handle the matter for me. 
Now, while things have not yet turned out the way we believe they should, I must remind you that no matter what it looks like, God is still in control. And I know that it is difficult, but his word implores us in all things, give thanks. Yes, in spite of it all, give God the glory, honor, and praise that only he deserves. Even during our weakest, most confusing moments, his strength is made perfect in our weakness. These are those trying times when we must allow God to be God, as this is so hard for our limited comprehension. But just know that there is nothing, nothing too hard for God. Your part and my part is to trust and believe that God will have the final word. We must recognize that as Ephesians, the sixth chapter and the 12th verse reminds us, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. There is no time for fear, as fear is not of God. It is time to be poised in prayer, remain vigilant, watching and working to make things better and ready, ready to cast our votes. No longer can we be quiet while so many of our brothers and sisters perish. We behave appropriately and wait for our day in in court, our day of justice, only to realize time and time and time again that the idea of justice is nice, but it is not available to me or to you. Instead, we are offered an alternative justice. God forbid that we decide we will not cast our vote. Stop believing that this tragedy and travesty of justice that happened after midnight on March 13th happened only to Breonna Taylor because this woman represents a most horrific crime against every woman, every black face, and against humanity. The matter that viciously unfolded that night could have been any of us. Know that Brianna's justice is our justice. Right along with Tamika Palmer, Brianna's grieving mother, we too grieve. In honor and memory of the Brianna Taylors, Rayshard Brooks, Ahmaud Arbery's, the George Floyd's, Trayvon Martin's, the Orlando Castile's, and so, so many countless faceless others. We must vote in numbers that this country has never before seen. We have to ban our voices, our dollars, and our votes together to send the message that we are tired of being sick and tired and we will continue to stand and demand justice for all. Our black lives matter and we will live knowing and loudly declaring that we too are important and our lives and the justice for every black face matters. To that truth, we must remain committed until there is no more breath left in our bodies. For as long as life remains within us, we will seek equal rights and equal justice for Brianna Shaquille Taylor as we seek equal rights and equal justice for us all. Today, I sat and shed some tears for a woman I never knew. But I understood as a child of God, she represents me and you. One who spent much of her young life, her love, caring for many others. She's the face of the egregious miscarriage of justice that plagued black sisters and brothers. So painful when we work so hard to do those things that are right. Yet standing in our truth, our peace, 
our own homes. For justice, we still have to fight. On March 13th, she slept in her own bed, at peace in her humble abode. No clue of the evil that was headed her way. No understanding of the noise to explode. Her boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, sprang forth to take care like a man as to protect. No idea of the police with a dirty no-knock warrant or the lives their actions would affect. After firing a shot to notify the intruders, all hell broke loose that night. Only God knows all the true details of a vicious life-taking gunfight. Kenneth's call to 911 was frightening, heartbreaking as he uttered harrowing words. Somebody kicked in the door, shot my girlfriend, the tearful statement the operator heard. I'm sure his adrenaline was pumping and his heart was beating so fast. But Brianna was shot at least eight times, her life cut short in the blast. Three officers of the Louisville Police Department swore to protect and serve, no doubt. But the events that unfolded March 13th after midnight is not what protecting's about. After the matter had gotten out of hand and the situation beyond repair, no one, not the sergeant, the chief of police, nor the attorney general did what was right and fair. For six months, 10 days, and a number of hours, people protested and marched in the streets. Not just Louisville, but many cities and states demanding justice for Brianna, no repeats. Attorney General Daniel Cameron shuffled around and indicted only one. But the indictment was missing Brianna's murder, wanton endangerment, and he was done. He referred to the endangerment that neighbors were possibly in, resulting from the number of shots, but did not address Brianna's loss of life. Not a word, not a reference, not a thought. It hurt to know that this young black man was not outraged or broken with remorse. It seems his attitude was more cavalier, like controlled by unconcerned force. He did mention that he understood this was not the verdict we had hoped, but it is the law, at least in his vision, from a limited yet twisted scope. I will remind you, God has promised to pay all for every sin and deed. He sees and he knows the deep dark secrets, both with evil intentions or need. A painful reality that such a horrific crime unfolded that March 13th after midnight. A reminder that we must constantly pray, stand and vote to demand what's just and right. Vote in honor of everyone who died unjustly, yet justice has not yet been served. Remembering that God's justice is true, for sure, just be not afraid or unnerved. One positive piece of legislation that has resulted is Brianna's Law, which outlawed no-knock warrants for good, and cameras must stay on, for sure. Please don't fret or seek revenge, as God's judgment is the ultimate test. When God does a thing, he does it well. No miss, no fail, no mess. No one has been sentenced. No prayer for repentance. This too will surely pass. Lean not unto your own understanding, but acknowledge the Lord and he will direct your path. One cannot shuffle or horse around when God pays just due. All will answer to God and only God, the same for me and for you. Sleep well, Brianna, and know for certain that your life has not been in vain. 
Brianna's law has changed the world, birthed from a black woman's unjust death and a loving mother's pain. All must vote because it is your voice, your strength, indicating your desire. Take the difficult events that have unfolded in this case. A real purpose to vote, uplift, encourage, and inspire. Well, family, this is number 22 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Friends. We are indeed living in perilous times. I would have never imagined that such blatant disregard for equality and justice would be so callously displayed in the year 2020. But here we are. Now the word of God has indicated that the end is not yet. So that means we will continue living through this and even more horrific historical events. According to Matthew 24th chapter, the 6th through the 8th verses, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For the nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Today, we are heartbroken for the loss of our beloved Brianna Shaquille Taylor, and the idea of justice not being realized in her court case feels like she has been violently murdered all over again. I know this is usually the place where we tend to question God, but this is also the perfect place where we must give the matter over to God because it is beyond our understanding. I have played the events of this case over and over in my mind, but while we are trying to figure it all out, God, in his infinite wisdom, has already worked it out. Just because we do not know all that has transpired or is still unfolding does not mean that God is not working. Trust him to exact justice as he promised he would do. Please keep Brianna Taylor's family, her mother, Tamika Palmer, keep them all in your prayers. In her honor and in her name as a cry for justice for Brianna and all who have not yet received justice, get out and vote. In the wise words of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, real change, enduring change, happens one step at a time. I say to you, one vote at a time. Vote because our future, our life, and our justice depends on it. This vote represents a first step in effecting real, enduring change. God bless each of you. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. Remember, you can listen to me on Amazon Music as well. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows? You might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.